Hey everyone, this is Dr. Paulo here from Elite Gaming Mercs. I just want to let you guys know that I will be teaming up with the CNG Podcast. They have been a great support of what we do here on the channel that I would really appreciate it if you guys can support them too. You could uh, support them on either Facebook or YouTube by going to the search engines and hitting CNG Podcast. Again, that is CNG Podcast. You could go ahead, hit follow or subscribe to their channel. Afterwards, you'll be able to see me there giving you my sports opinions. All right. Take care. This is Dr. Paulo signing off. Deuces. Hi, I'm Sugar and Vodka, and so happy to be on the CNG podcast. Bear Down Chicago. I see it. You see it. They see it. It ain't nothing else to talk about, baby. Let's go. CNG podcast. Come on, bear down. Shout out to guys. CNG. Yes, sir. peoples welcome to the cng podcast post game see we got everybody in the building we got my man guy over here to my left we got elite gaming mercs down there and we got miss sugar and vodka what's up everybody how y'all doing good, good. as we can be right <laughs> <laughs> yeah from, uh, from that terrible game but y'all let's talk about it this game was a complete complete mess um offensively so, um, anybody want to get their thoughts going first? Because I'm going to go last. Nobody did Justin Fields any favors. The O-line was a mess. The play calling was a mess. The only thing was great was in the first quarter, the 56 shot to Mooney. And other than that, nothing. Okay. And I did not see this loss coming today, so it was hard to watch. Definitely can't argue with that. Um, well, I, I called the loss with the 24, 20 score, but, uh, I, I, you know, I wasn't picking, uh, Bears to only score 12 points in the game. Uh, so they, uh, let me down on that aspect. Um, we were there at the red zone. Well, I, I want to say, I know two times for sure, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Were we there three times in the red zone? Four. Four times in the red zone and four times? Well, so they were all sorry, it was three. It was three. three. I think the other three. one was a field. Yeah, three. Yeah, okay. So three field goals from inside the red zone. We got to capitalize. We had to have at least one touchdown in that red zone. We cannot keep on getting rid of this uh, of red zone opportunities. As uh, um, Defense, I don't care what anybody says, uh, that uh, in, in places that of, of these Bears fandoms that for some reason want to blame the defense for this game, I don't know what they're watching uh, because... <laughs> they allowed a team to only score 20 points while having three turnovers on offense. Uh, and, and the defense also playing without their number one starting cornerback in Jalen Johnson only allowed 20 points. Okay. Daniel Jones only threw for what? 70 something yards passing. Yeah. The, 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 come on. The defense showed up. Our offense did not. Plain and simple. Here's the Badgley. 
Um, G Walker, anything you want to add to that? Can y'all hear me out there, man? Yeah, we can hear you, man. Go ahead and let it rip, bro. Um, I'm just disgusted, man. I'm disgusted by the play calling today. Um, I'm disgusted by the O-line play today. I'm disgusted by Justin Fields today. Um, I'm just, it's just, uh, we had a game to win. The win was right there and we couldn't, we couldn't do it. Um, one play that stuck out to me the most was the third and two midfield, three timeouts, fourth quarter. You don't get a ball to your running back. You don't get a ball to your, your mobile quarterback. Please explain that to me why that happened. Anybody can go. I'm going to turn my mic off. Anybody go ahead. I can't explain why it happened. Um, <laughs> other besides, we have a first-time offensive coordinator, not just a play caller. He's yes, he is a first-year uh, play caller, but he also is a first-year offensive coordinator. So he's never done this before, and it's we've had multiple weeks where we don't uh, we don't see clock management done properly. We don't see uh, specific plays like we're running a shotgun at the one-yard line. Um, on on the quarterback, you know, want to be quarterback sneak. I, I I didn't see the why call that play there. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, are we trying to outsmart the room? You know, you know, just because we have a, you know, we have this title. I don't know, but uh, you are correct. We don't know why they went away from the running back on third and two. Sugar, what discuss, what disgusted you the most today after today's game? What did you just couldn't you couldn't handle today? Did you ask me? <laughs> um, probably the play calling. But the biggest letdown actually was the debut of Felix Jones. <laughs> it was that's what we waited for all this yes. time. It was just like yeah. uh hmm, wow, that could have saved that. <laughs> so I would say that's the biggest disappointment. <laughs> Two rookies drafted this year, both fumbled in this game. Both lost their fumbles. Vilas Jones and Ebner. So the the whatever they, they they felt like they had better weapons, that these were the guys. So far, they're not bringing in uh the ball. They're not making plays with it. Ebner, I, I could have seen another receiver instead drafted instead of drafting a third a third string running back. We don't have receivers on this team. We need to keep on making stabs at receivers to see who's going to stick. Um, Justin Fields, another fumble. It's another turnover. This guy has what? Uh, I want to say career-wise, he has 12 touchdowns, rushing and passing career, and he has 14 interceptions, one, uh, two fumbles lost, so that's 16 uh, turnovers, and he has eight fumbles total. He only has... 12 touchdowns, and he, if you want to count interceptions and fumbles, he's over 20 turnovers. That That's ridiculous. All right, well, I guess it's my turn to cook. <laughs> um, let me say this. We knew coming into the season that the Bears was not going to have a good team. We, we, we all knew this. So we can't sit up here and say that we didn't know it. The Bears did not. The Bears don't have any weapons around Justin Fields. Let's let's put that out there first. Um, the offensive line is halfway decent. Halfway decent. What, what I mean by halfway decent is that the guards play with play. You know, at best, you know, with the run and everything. But the passing game is completely horrendous. They they can't get the they, you know they can't get they can't get consistent. 
we seen a couple of good throws today by Justin. And everybody is some people that are saying this kid can't throw the football. This kid is trash. The kid can throw the football. The problem is, is no consistency between the other receivers out there. Besides Mooney, who else in Cole Clement, who else stepped up besides those two guys as far as in the passing game? We saw no one else besides Mooney and Cole Clement with that one with that one catch he made. So and then and then as far as the running game, we know what the running game is. We know that teams are going to come in. They're going to focus on the running game. But the point I'm trying to the point I'm trying to make is you got bad play calling, for one. You don't have any good, um, decent, solid weapons around Justin Fields too. And it, se- it, it seems like there's a lot of frustration out there. You know, and it starts with Justin, and then you can see the offensive line not really talking to Justin. They kind of off to the side doing their own thing. So it was just complete disaster when it comes to the offense today. There's definitely been no cohesion amongst the team. Uh, you know me, I'm 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 one of those cookers with you, and uh, I'm trying to dial it back because this this team is just I I understand. Uh, no, that, no, 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 C- CJ, no, I understand. I understand that I understand that you said that you know, like we knew that this team wasn't that good. Remember, I picked them. I believe to have to finish the season what five and twelve. Yeah, and I had them like, win six games. Yeah, I, I had them. I had them as a bad team. Okay, but what did we say before the season? We needed to see potential out of certain players. So when we come yeah. in here and, and we're, we're going to go hand blasting on these guys, we have to. It's there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. It's because Justin Fields did not play good. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, this may be his best game of the season. But to me, NFL quarterback standards, that's it's still bad. That was still a bad game. He's he he 50% passing. 50%. We didn't score a touchdown against this defense. Not one touchdown. Correct. Um he didn't have a receiver go over 100 yards. He didn't have uh, uh he didn't have any receiver catch more than I believe three uh three passes. He's inconsistent. I feel like he's using the offensive line as his own crutch because I don't see him doing anything on the bench to actually learn this football game. Have anybody seen him pick up a tablet? Nope. And, and we talked about that last no, week. No, I, have, I, I haven't seen him pick up a tablet. I disagree I with that, though. Go ahead. Uh, uh, what What are we not seeing eye to eye on? So I could, yeah, so we, I know. I don't think he's using the O-line as his crutch. I think they're the ones hurting him. So, and, he, and he has no weapons. So what is he supposed to do? Throw it and then run and catch it to, for himself? Like he has nobody to throw it to. So I don't know what you're saying, that he's using a crutch and he hasn't done anything. Well, who's he supposed to throw it to? Who? Like, hello? Okay, so quarterbacks, quarterbacks can't make an, uh, a receiver? Because we, we said we said Mitch Trubisky was bad, and he was used to throwing to Darnell Mooney. I see Darnell Mooney playing better with Mitch Trubisky than he's playing with Justin Fields. <laughs> no fucking way. It's it's is it that a fact or no? Has he had has he had, he has he hasn't played better? Okay. He is better than Trubisky. No, that's not what I said. I said did Darnell Mooney play better with Trubisky or Justin Fields? I did not say just oh, no, because it's better than Mitch. We, we got to really get to that question because we had Adam Robinson on the team last year who was the number one wide receiver. Am I correct? 
That is correct. Yes. Allen Robinson is not there anymore to cover him up so he can be the number two receiver. Darnell mm -hmm. is a number two to number three wide receiver. He is correct. a number one wide receiver correct. on this team. He is not correct. a one wide receiver. Correct. I said that with you before. Did we not? All of all of our chats have always said that. He, he's not a number one. But Allen Robinson wasn't the number one last year either. Allen Robinson had a horrible year. That's why, that's why a lot of people said a lot of people he didn't, he didn't want to be there. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to be there. Yeah, that's true. So, so yeah. So, uh, he didn't give it so. Which is why a lot of focus went to Darnell Mooney, which is why he had his 140 targets, 170 targets. All right. That's a lot of targets. Let's get to some of the comments. There's some good ones, man. Today, they've, well, not just today, but today it was like the worst of the play calling that I've seen. And it's, it looked horrendous. There, there was like no, there's no positives in today's game about the play calling. The bad coaching was the entire game. And it was just that there's no excuses to be made actually. CJ, what you think about that coaching staff today, man? Offensively, I didn't see no progression at all. I, I, that, I, you know, and I've talked about this through the season. I wanted to see how this team was going to grow in four games, but we can't say that after four games because it seems like they keep flipping back and forth. They'll have um, – this. I'm talking about offensively. This has nothing to do with the defense, guys. This is, this is just me saying offensively. Okay, we saw the running game step up, um, you know, last week or whatever. This week, it did what it did, okay, whatever. But as far as the passing game is what I'm talking about, we have not seen no growth from there. Um, we've seen Justin maybe have two good throws to Darnell Mooney, maybe, throughout, throughout this whole entire process. So my, my biggest thing that I wanted to see was how Justin's mechanics in the middle of the field, him hitting different receivers, one, two, three, like one, two stop, hit the receiver. We haven't really seen that. Um, because guys are, are either not getting open or he's not finding them at the at the um, right time. So it's a disconnect somewhere for him not finding those guys within the two seconds that he's hiked the ball. And you know, I needed to see that for the first at least for the first four games. I can't even say if I've seen that 10% of the first four games. But we got some more comments, so um let's get to um some more of these comments. Mike, um, guy, you um, got to unmute your mic. You got to unmute, okay? Actually, um, come, come back out and come back in. Simeon was definitely on the sideline with him after each possession. Trevor Simeon was, was really trying. He was doing what his backup quarterback should be doing, sitting down with the ear with your starting quarterback, and trying to talk about what you guys are seeing out there on the field. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And um, actually, let's get to um, let's get to Bobby's um other comment that he said. Yeah, they showed that they are rookie coaches, and, and that I think that's that's definitely um the Achilles heel that all these guys are all rookie coaches. Um, there's really no experience when it comes to um as far as the offense. As far as in the coaching staff, why did so, they make the switch with uh, Patrick to start over uh, 
Jenkins this game. Yeah. Why did? Yeah, go go ahead, Andrew. Why did they make that switch? Like, what what were they seeing that in the first three games that Jenkins was so bad that he had to be the first player, the first starting offensive lineman to go sit down and eat bench for Patrick to come in to start for him? Like, I know that they were intertwining during the uh, during the games, but Patrick has not started all season. Favoritism. It was clearly favoritism because all we heard was training camp. You know, early in the season was Jenkins didn't get along with his coaches. He was hard to coach. And all he did since training camp every week was pancake guys. Why isn't he starting? Like, our O-line play was one of the worst that it's been so far this year in this game. And one thing that I've seen that was different is you put in Patrick to start over Jenkins. And then Whitehair gets injured during the game. But it's like, if, if it wasn't broke, if that wasn't your problem, why did you feel like you had to need to switch that? What do you guys think about? Like, why Why did, would you guys have switched that, shall I say? Would you guys have switched uh, uh, Patrick for Jenkins there? Definitely not. Uh, yeah, definitely not. But the, the problem that I'm having, and maybe maybe it's just this injury that I'm really not getting 100% like confirmed confirm as far as um, um, Patrick's injury, Lucas Patrick's injury, is the fact that why he's not starting at center. Why is Sam Mutherford in there at center? Because the whole the whole point is, let, let's get to it. The whole point is, is that they brought this brought this guy in who's a veteran who's been on Green Bay. They they brought him in to play center. They brought they brought him in to play center. So I understand he's hurt, but why but he's he can't the back the ball? He's the back well, center. The, who's that? The hold on, hold on. Who's that guy? Lucas Patrick, right? Well, they didn't bring him in as a backup center. They they brought him in to be the starting center. But is he a starting center though? That's the, it's a big dip off between being a backup and a starter. Am I right or wrong? Well, he is a starting center because he was a starter in Green Bay. That's, that's what I'm saying. No, he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't. No, he he okay. only started because their starting center got hurt, and he he he's their backup. He okay. was their backup, and then he played for them. He played. He only started, I believe, five games. If I'm not mistaken, five games was all he started. And uh, then he hit free agency, and, and they, the Bears signed him because we got Getsy from Green Bay, and he played okay. with him. Okay, well that, that that brings up to my next point. I'm a, I'm gonna let um let you guys take it over. My my question now I have now since I know that now. Thanks for um correcting me on that. Bobby says he started the last two weeks at uh, at uh, starting uh right guard. Then okay. Okay. Yeah, but um going back to it, I think Justin needs a veteran center that's that's snapping the ball to him. You know, somebody that can get that offensive line intact, a, 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 you know, a play caller, somebody that can do all, you know, um, at least look at the defenses to help this kid out because right now he he's not he's not finding it at all. And I think that's his main problem is that he doesn't know what's coming, you know, until he um, snaps the ball, then he's in trouble. Let's get to one comment. I like this comment right here about right. one to the midway. It says, Cole Komet caught two to three passes. It's like they've forgotten about him in the second half. Why Venice Jones Jr. wasn't involved early in the game, only use him as a punt returner, kick returner. That was one of my questions. I didn't see enough of Cole Komet today. The middle of the field was wide open today. I didn't see him standing inside of the middle of the field like he was Shaq because he's a big dude. I didn't see those easy chunk plays from him from a tight end. I didn't see Bayless Jones Jr. on the screen passes. I didn't see anything from any of those guys that I thought we were going to pretty much tip us the game. What do y'all think about this comment? Cole Komet should have been more involved and as for Viglas Jones I don't know after that play I don't know if I would have wanted to see more but we'll see what the future holds 
I don't even know what happened to Cole Komet. This is not the Cole Komet that I that came out of college. This is this guy looks like a shell of that player. This guy looks like he doesn't even know of himself if he belongs because he's playing against linebackers. Okay, mm-hmm. is is he not fast enough? Is he not is is he not there? I know times where he gets hit in the hands with the pass and he drops it. I do I do know there are times of, of that happening, but I. I don't see the consistency of actually continually going to him. I don't see any, you know, like, no, we're going to get you started. We're going to get you going. Like, if we have these games, are we trying to, even this was back last year with Nagy, right? Are we trying to develop players that we have on these teams? Or are we just going to try to say, you know, this is what we got. We're going to go for the win and we'll, we'll stunt their development. We don't have like, enough. I don't, man. That's not enough process for us to get to know guys because every time we turn it around, we're doing a damn rebuild. It it, it it's like, okay, are so so we didn't we didn't give him weapons, okay? So are we trying to build chemistry with the players that he does have, right? Like if, if for we want to give Cole Komet the ball, let's go, let's get your your opportunity with Cole Komet the ball. We want you to go to Darnell Mooney. It's like we've been we've been ham. Hamburger, you know, Darnell Mooney all season long. All of a sudden, now they're trying to force plays to Darnell Mooney, right? Now they're trying to, okay, good. That was good. He looked good. Like he actually, you know, had some cohesion with Justin Fields today. But where's other players? It's like we're not doing it. It's like we wanted Pringle out there. We wanted this person. Vilas Jones comes back. And now you don't know the stuff yet. We're going to put you in the in the sidelines. You're just going to be a kick returner. We drafted you to be a kick returner. We dra- uh, uh, The third round draft pick just to be a kick returner. Like, really? We had, you know, Bell out there. We had other receivers that are getting playing time on other teams, but we want to draft you to be a kick returner or a uh, a special wide receiver uh, wide receiver screen player. Like, with the third pick? I think he fumbled that ball on purpose, man. It looked like he didn't even give a damn. He, like, he just dropped it. That shit looked scripted. All right, let's get another comment, though. Uh, we got Monster the Midway, Marshawn, Marshawn Triplett. He says, why Lou Gesky didn't use any gadget plays? Use Venice Jones Jr. and in and around some type of wide receiver reverse plays. Keep the Giants defense clueless. Exactly. Like, I didn't see anything to where I was like, we got speed on the outside. You know what I mean? We got a big tight end. It was just like, nope, we're just going to run this ball. And that's it. Nothing creative at all. What you think about that, uh, episode? <sighs> Well, <laughs> uh, you still there, Vodka? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, uh, so what did you think? Uh, just you, it, you don't even know, like what you can't even comp, comp uh, about uh, the the offense, like these gadget plays, like he didn't use anything. Like, what did you? Did you want to see a gadget play or something like, you know, like uh, what Nagy would run those gadget plays? Not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> but the play calling was just horrendous. I wouldn't compare it to any way in Nagy. I know we don't want to see no Gigi and gadget mm-hmm. plays or whatever you want to call them. No, we don't. That's not what we don't want to see. We don't, we don't need, need that. It. We don't need to see the kick returner to King Grant on the field uh, more than, you know, other players. Uh, so that's what Nagy would do. Those gadget plays, Jakeem Grant or, or somebody else on the sideline. Uh, but Vilas Jones, if 
if if that's what we're saying, why didn't he use any gadget plays? Maybe because gets it to himself. Maybe he feels these guys just don't know his offense. Maybe he feels these guys are don't know play calling. There has to be something going on where we can go from a a team that in the preseason would pass the ball more than they ran it. And now in the season, they're barely doing anything. They're offensively passing wise, they're not doing much. Justin Fields in one preseason game, like passed as many times as he did the first three games of the season. It so and that was he only paid a half when he do the three touchdowns in the in the first half. Like there's something going on that we don't know that they either just don't want these players to succeed. They don't uh, want to grow certain players. I don't know what it is. Or they're just incompetent, meaning the coaches. Or they're just playing out incompetent. It's got to be one of the three. Because how do you go from having an offensive system where you pass the ball in the preseason majority of the time to now you barely even pass the ball in an actual NFL game? You're, it, it's not like they did it one week or two weeks. Like, like, Go ahead. But there's like it's two different playbooks from the preseason to now. It doesn't even make any sense. I don't know if that's because they see the O-line can't protect. And in the preseason, teams are not really attacking the offensive line like that. So now they're probably saying that we really can't protect. So we have to be a, a run-heavy football team. And they're starting to see that guys can't get open. So I think it's just a number of things, man. I just think that uh, – I do think that they're, they're not promoting guys the way they need to be promoted. I don't see anything as far as where um, – Bayless Jones or Mooney or anybody like that could do damage in any of these games. And the Giants are just the as Giants bad with their passing game. game. So I don't. Hey. I don't. I, they're like right they're with like us. Right so, with us. like I said, I I didn't see the loss coming today. So I don't really. I don't even like. I didn't see the loss coming today. That's about all I can say. Because I was like, yeah, they're right with yeah, us. Right we with should us. definitely win. This was one game that I was like, we're gonna take it. We got a comment, the latest one. Cole Komet is a tight end that you should be using early in the games. That goes for all tight ends in the NFL. Cole Komet should be moving all around. Cole Komet should be doing like 70 damn thousand things according to, according to everybody on this on this video. He should be doing 70 million things that we don't see him doing any of those things in a whole football game. I don't he, see he, nothing that I'm like, he's destroying blocks. He's getting good. Pay. I don't see a, any consistent play from him enough. To say that, yeah, he got to be one of the best. I don't see nothing. Go ahead, Angel. Uh, I see inconsistent again. Like, like I see Justin Fields. Like I see Darna Mooney. Like I see everybody's just inconsistent play. These guys, Kokomet, or uh, uh, the screen that we did to the tight end. That was the Kokomet, right? So the, the screen that we did to the tight end. Yeah, the horizontal. That you you did that to the tight end. Who was he gonna outrun there for for a, a like a uh, the ten yard uh, uh, first down that we needed. Who was he going to outrun there on a screen that was that he only had a receiver blocking for him? Did they think that he was just going to blow over some people? Like he he caught the ball good, but the play calling inconsistent. That that's your play call a a horizontal play on like third and ten. Um, your we had just was it Horstead? Uh, uh, Jesper Horstead, the the guy who uh, caught uh, Justin Fields touchdowns last year. Yes. Yeah. Was it Horstead? And, 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 J, and J.P. Holtz. J.P. Holtz? 
Okay, but but I I think it was Horsted that caught the two in the one game. I don't understand yeah, yeah, why we so. have. I I don't understand why when we have a, a quarterback that has a repertoire with somebody that he has a feel for this person, why we don't give that person some playing time. Like we didn't we didn't even bother to re-sign that person. He was the one that had the most touchdown catches from Justin Fields, multiple, and we didn't even bother to re-sign him. It was like, are we looking to help that quarterback? Like he has a a a a, a little bit of a caveat with that player. Maybe we should keep him on the roster for just in case to see what happens in practices. If that if he, in our playbook he's gonna look good. But it's like they just know we have Cole Kometa ready, so we're just going to uh, cut everybody, every other tight end. Oh, we got Darnell Mooney, so we're going to uh, cut every other receiver, uh, and we're going to come with 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 the whole hand basket of uh, bench players from everywhere else. It's like, well, really? You know, like I just watched the Detroit Lions, who who's, uh, played their third, uh, their third receiver, was playing their number one receiver this game. They were down St. Brown and they were down DJ Chark. Josh Reynolds was their number one receiver this game. They just scored 38 points. Okay, so so it's like it can be done with with lower tier receivers on your squad as long as your offense is is competent, right? Your quarterback actually knows where the offense is supposed to be. That offensive line isn't oh my god. You, it's a Detroit Lions. Like, let's be real. They were they've been a bad team. They're getting better now offensively. Um, their uh, quarterback uh, is doing some homework. They're um they're they're not running the ball like we are, but they're playing great. They uh, uh this guy um oh what's his name the running back uh from them uh, that they just drafted two years ago he sweat. had like a 50, uh, yeah a sweat yeah he had like a sixty yarder uh, uh scamper a couple of weeks ago. Like they got big explosive plays. They make explosive plays. We lack players that make explosive plays. We instead went and got the fourth and fifth uh, string receivers from Kansas City and from uh, Green Bay. We went and got the backup offensive uh, linemen from Green Bay. We went and said, okay, we'll get rid of our starting left guard in James Daniels. We'll send you away and we'll go get, you know, the backup from Green Bay. What? Like, are we supposed to improve? What we have here? Why are we getting rid of what we had and that were solidified starters to bring in bench players? Because we're in a rebuild. This is a different. And because it's all about money. But then, if it's in a rebuild, then guess what? Then you're not going to help Justin Fields. You're not going to help that. Right you're not going to help him. He needs help because he's showing that he's incapable of yet doing the first, the, the proper read off the line of scrimmage. He doesn't know which receiver is going to be open, masked by that defensive play. He doesn't know it yet. He doesn't. It's it, some play, some players get it after time. Um, he right I now doesn't know it. Well, the reason why I'm saying that is because when you hike the ball before you hike the ball, you're gonna you should know what your defense who's blitzing who's not blitzing. Well, that's the that, that, that's that. part that that's part of, that's part of your job of, of your center as the quarterback as the uh, yes as the center to pick up the blitz as the lineman. Right. I'm talking about as the quarterback because you know where the help is coming from. You know then who's going to have safety help. You have to know that so you would know my play is designed to go that way. So I should be able to throw the ball off the uh, off the hike if you know it. You're able to hike one two step boom. You're able to throw it. Good quarterbacks the, the time top coming back. I just said two-step drop. I just said two-step drop. 
So 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 now you're saying that he has not and that he's not a problem that like he doesn't need to From get better. The game I saw today, just for today. We're the game you saw today. The game you saw today. Not the reason, main reason we lost this game. Today. I didn't say he's the main reason we lost. I'm saying he wasn't there properly. Did I say he's the reason we lost? Saying that he's not the reason he's lost. We're okay, so not, so we we'll do that. We'll no, but you do keep attacking Phils. <laughs> and I and I'll attack every every player that's on this roster. I'll attack every of them when they when they're not doing their their due diligence to get better. But mainly Phils, because he's our our he's our captain. He's wearing the C on his chest. Okay. So, guys, so, um, do me, guys, do me. Hold on, hold on, guys, do me one favor. Your mic, make sure your mic is turned up because you're kind of low. He just doesn't want the feedback. I got you, uh, uh, guy. Can y'all hear me now? Yeah, we hear you, guy. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying that um, Fields is not the reason we lost today. He was one of the reasons why we actually played good today. As a game manager and as a quarterback that's going through a rebuild, and as a quarterback that doesn't have a true one wide receiver, for a quarterback that doesn't have a true offensive line. He didn't throw any picks today. He looked like he was managing the game well. We got into the red zone four times. And out of those four times, I didn't see not one play to where I could say, oh, that almost worked. Oh, that was a good pass to, uh, to Cole Command. He kind of dropped it. Oh, okay, Mooney, I see you flanking out to the left side of the corner for the touchdown. We didn't see shit. Nothing. We did You cannot blame Justin Fields for the lack of play calling. What up, Woody? In the red zone. Agreed. Agreed. That's what's going on. You can't like the proof is in the pudding from the red zone. He marched there. We got like four field goals. Where was the nice, easy passes? Where was the play action reverse boots? The damn Giants was doing it. They were looking like goddamn Daniel Vick out there today. Mm -hmm. Randall yeah, Cunning, yeah. Cunning Jones, Daniel Cunning Jones, <laughs> or some shit. Mm -hmm. It just you know and what and what it is though. My, my final conclusion of it, it just shows that there's no confidence within within this entire team, it, 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 especially, well, really, especially from the offense. Uh, what I seen on that, what is it, third and two? It was a third oh, and two play. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it was a third and two play. And what did we see? We saw a running play, correct? Did that running play get a first down? That was, yeah, that was second down. On third down, he didn't, what did he do? Because I know for a fact, he threw a goddamn bomb in his own end zone. Didn't Gasky call for like a long ass pass in the end zone in his own end zone today? And we punted the ball. The fuck out of here, man. Man, that third that that third and two play, and I, I strictly remember that third and two play. They did not even throw a short pass. They they didn't do it. That would have been a perfect time for you to do a screen. They run the damn ball. Is Justin Fields saying, Aaron Rodgers? Is Justin Fields Aaron Rodgers? I'm not. I'm not saying he's Aaron Rodgers. That's Aaron Rodgers. That's what they do in Green Bay. They do that shit. Third and three, he throws a bomb. That's that. That's that's the stat stuffy stuff that Aaron Rodgers does. That, the, the, that's what he did. Justin Fields is not that. Give him a player that he's going to be able to uh, to produce and do something with. We were in our own end zone, and he called that play. That was crazy, and gave them the ball midfield off the punt, and they scored. That was terrible. That. Yeah, where, where was where was our QB sneaks? Where was our uh, 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 fakes to the side? Where I agree, I agree. Like I said, this coaching staff is not. I didn't like the uh, uh, the, the Pat. I don't like Patrick starting. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't like his his stuff. There's a lack of experience, not confidence. When things got tight, Getsy folded. 
Folded like a bad suit. Folded <laughs> like a bad chair. Bobby, I Folded, man. <laughs> I, it was, I guess it was a tight game. We lost by eight. Um, CJ, you got anything else? We're going to switch it up. You got something? Yeah, we're going to switch it up, man. Um, I'm pretty much done, man. With this. Let's go ahead and switch it up. Let's talk about this young man right here. If this was ever a coming out party for a rookie, for a guy that's going to be our franchise strong safety, we got to talk about Jaquan Brisker today, man. Ball hawk. All you heard in this draft was a ball hawk. He showed it today, man. He showed. He saved us one drive from um today, where uh, they almost scored on us, man. He broke up a pass play and that set up a fourth down and got us the ball right back. So, Angel, tell me what you saw from Brisker today, man. I saw shades of uh, Mike Brown. Um, I saw shades of you know, um, a hard hitting um uh safety who knocked the smack out of you legally. He he came in there with that shoulder on uh I believe it was in uh, the fourth quarter, was it the fourth quarter or um when he hit the the guy on the sideline who just dropped the ball and that was uh and then also the the, the brisker drive where he just every play he was just breaking it up he was stopping them. Um, I seen an impact player, um, for for a guy who's um, who who's basically you know who is a rookie playing his fourth NFL game, um, to continually uh, to see progression from him, to continually see a player who's uh in on the plays, um, to see a player who doesn't really get beat. Um, that's what what more can you ask for from a rookie player right from than that? That's that that's, he's, playing he's playing awesome. awesome. What you think, uh, Aunt Sugar? Did you what you see? What you see from your boy today, uh, Brisk? What you think? Consistency. I've been liking him since preseason, and I've liked everything he's done. I'm completely happy with everything with him, actually. Are you going to get his jersey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> CJ, what you think about your boy Brisker today, man? I think he's been the highlight of our draft class so far. What you think? I knew he was a high, he was going to be high of our drive class since day one. Um, I like what I've seen. I've seen aggressiveness. I've seen toughness. You know, I've seen a guy that, that that goes after it. You know, and the problem is I don't see that from no one else <laughs> besides um, Roquan. You know, Justin at times maybe, but those are the two guys, him and Roquan, are, are, are spearing this, this, this entire team, to be honest. So what were we thinking about Kyle Gordon? Was he a wasted pick or he just – He's in the slot corner. He's just having a bad. He's learning. He's, he's learning. learning. I, I think he's. I think he's just learning. I think he's a, a young guy that's going to get picked on by NFL quarterbacks right now because he has a, a good, decent um, cornerback in Jalen Johnson on the other side. So they're gonna they're gonna force throws his way, and when you continually con, uh, uh, consistently go towards one area, there's gonna be plays that are gonna be made over there. Um, I don't, uh, you know, I don't see a person who looks like he's hot dogging it out there. Right. He looks like he's trying. And as long as you give you now 110 percent and you're going hard, you know that I, I can't I can't be mad at him for that. Uh, are there plays that he does give up? Yeah, he gives up plays. Um, but I do see a guy who's who's out there and is not a wasted pick. I don't see that from him. So how do you see that from him? But you don't see that from Justin Fields in a new organization. New uh, I, I never said Justin Fields was a wasted pick. I'm asking you, you, you give a lot of heat to Justin Fields. You know what I mean for a new guy. Justin Fields in the second year. Uh, Kyle Gordon is a, is a rookie playing his fourth NFL game. So uh, uh, 
Dustin played last year. Was it twelve? Last year was the Nagy season. Hold on, yeah, hold on. he hold didn't on. play the hold entire on. season. Hold on, hold on. And and did you ever remember me talking bad about Justin Fields last year? I didn't uh, know you last year, so I don't know. No, no, good. Guy does. Guy knows. Uh, uh, you know what? We're going to go into the group chat to get those receipts. <laughs> get those receipts because what I say, he's a rookie. He needs some playing time. Get some playing time. Go ahead. Let him let him get a feel. That's what I always said. He's a rookie. I always said, give him, uh, uh, where's your offensive line? Where's your running game? Why are you not doing this for him? Why are you not doing that for him? I made the excuses for Justin Fields last year. Now we're in the second year. So now it's not that I'm making, ex I don't want to make excuses for him. It's just, it's more not him. It's more the fan base. The fan base needs to understand. We can't just say Justin Fields, you know, excuse, excuse, excuse. Other quarterbacks, no excuse. You know what I'm trying to say? That's the only thing. It's not the player. The player, I think, is the best talent that we've had here. Plain and simple. The best potential that we've had here. Plain and simple. One of the uh, best arms uh, uh, that we've had here deep wise, plain and simple, can move out of that pocket, ha uh, has led college uh, uh, teams, multiple year starter in college, national games. This is a premier talent. So I do expect more of him. It's only because I see it there. I want him to succeed. I want him to be the quarterback. Okay. So, so when I see that our team didn't give him these things, you're never going to hear me dispute. Oh no, they didn't. They gave him weapons. No, I'm going to agree with you. They didn't give him weapons. They didn't. They drafted a special teamer with their third pick as their first offensive player. When, when free agency started in the, in the, in the offseason, the first player they went after was a defensive tackle. They didn't get any. They didn't go after an offensive player. They went after a defensive tackle. The defensive tackle uh, failed his physical, and, they didn't, and, and then they used that money to sign a Brian Pringle, to sign Lucas Patrick, to sign a, a Saint Brown from uh, from Green Bay. W what is that? That that that's not going to help Justin Fields. So I agree with that one hundred percent. So 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 Antoinette, so at Sugar, so with all that stuff that Andrew said, do you think that's a silver lining for Fields? Did you see anything that you thought was like, you know what? I could see something. You see anything that's just like. He's getting better today. I do. He is improving. He was, uh, he's not the reason we lost today. He's improving. He slides better. So he didn't have to slide really today, but he's been sliding better. I see improvement every game. Okay. CJ, what you think about it, man? I just think that Justin today, he was recognized, he recognized what his, uh, to me, where his protection was failing him at today. He was getting up out of there today. Go ahead. Go ahead. And Go ahead. I will say, and accountability, which has been lacking. So I'm happy that he takes accountability for his mess ups and for him playing like shit. Right. Because before we which go is to a, a which break, is a huge start. Before we go to a commercial break, we're gonna get CJ's thoughts. Any silver lining you saw from, from Justin today, man? Anything you saw? The only thing, you know, we saw Justin make some plays. Let's um let's get that mic muted. We saw um Justin make some plays um that was promising. Um, again, I'm going to say it again. I did not see a lot of receivers get open today. I didn't see that. Now, anybody can argue that with me, but when I the game I saw today, I didn't see not one person broke away from five yards away, away from the defender at all. So at some point, we got to realize that they just don't have guys that are playmakers on this offense. Now, the running backs, that's 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 all good and then, you know, so I'm not really jumping off that. As far as in the, you know, as far as the receivers, the tight ends, 
we don't have any playmakers. So what's going to have to happen is now everything's going to have to go on timing. But from Justin, I think he's going to be a good quarterback. They have to put enough around Justin. If, if you expected Justin Fields to come out and play with, with, with a team like this, you know, I don't know what we were – I don't know what some people were thinking, but it, it wasn't going to happen. The, the, the NFL analyst called it. I see it. I'm sure some of you see it. So the thing that's, that was going to have to happen now is going to have to be some trust out there between the coaching staff and between the players. You're going to have to start playing players who can get it done instead of playing players that, that, that you want to put in the lineup just because of what the guy did the previous season. Play the best player out there, and let's see what happens. Right. That's all I got to say on it. I saw two. you get too many plays, depending on what type of team you are, in a quarter. Justin missed one for Mooney down the field for a touchdown, middle of the field he missed. He didn't even look mm -hmm. up. The other money play, he, he threw the ball to Pettis. Pettis didn't catch the ball. That was like on third and three or third and four. He dropped it. He was very decisive today, like Bobby said, whether it was getting out of that pocket, scrambling around, taking his opportunity to use his legs, taking the opportunity to throw the ball. So he was more decisive. He's been in the first three games of the season. And that's what I picked up on more than anything today. He was running around. He recognized where his protection is starting to break down at. And that was the left side in the middle. So he was rolling out way more today. And I really appreciate that, uh, that growth from him today that he was more um, decisive or whatever he was doing. So it looked like he's growing, man. It looked like he's growing. So uh, what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, play a couple of instrument songs, come back. Uh, we give you guys about 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Put your there. We'll be right back.
My idea of pizza was something you grab, you fold, and you run with, you walk with. You could take it, you could put it in your back pocket and eat it later. Pizza is a way of life, it really is. And it's a wonderful free way of life, too. It's all I've known since I was a little boy. It's all I want to do, and I, I just love it. I enjoy New York pizza. Do I do I say Chicago pizza? You know what? If you like a pan, you could put so much stuff into it, but it's not my idea of pizza. My idea of pizza is this. It's a long cooking pie, but it's a wonderful pie. It really is. It's very filling, too. You're replacing one-third of the water that's going into flour with oil. And that's what gives you that oily, beautiful, ready crust that stays moist that comes up and that's comes out of chicago downtown chicago 1943 by pizza dory by Well, that no one can dispute that where we work with our hands they put it in a pan i feel anybody can make it in a pan the art of making it and tossing it with your hand and getting it that thin that's a big thing but you have to start with the right mix of everything the dough which is my sister makes all that it's an incredible art and if you love what you do, it's gonna, oh, I love making pizza. I can eat it all day. To this day, my father still eats a slice with anchovies every day. Wherever they make good pizza, where they make good pizza. Just in Chicago and New York, there's so many places, and that's what stands them apart from the rest. So if you're not happy, you can keep going down the street till you get happy. You ain't gonna go far. You're really not. side of the car and put your hands on the hood. Why? What's what you got? You heard what he said, sir. Do it right now, please. What kind of shit is this, man? Hold up. Wait a second. You guys are arresting me for getting thrown out of a fucking window? I got thrown out of a window, man. Gun partner. Sir, you are under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to have an attorney present during questioning. Yeah, I understand. I understand the rights. I know this is bullshit, though, man. I got thrown out of a fucking window. Please get in the car, sir. Yeah, but tell me, sir, what's the charge? Possession of a concealed weapon and disturbing the peace. Disturbing the peace? I got thrown out of a window. What's the fucking charge for getting pushed out of a moving car, huh? I want to tell you a story about it. It's like a love story. Kind of hurts. Go ahead and roll it up and pass the rounds. Say this in a lot of bullshit. What up, man? 
What up, fam? It's been a whole lot of hating again. And if they hating on me, damn, what up, fam? I met this girl when I was three years old. And what I love most, she had so much soul. She said, excuse me, little homie, I know you don't know me. But uh-huh, my name is Wendy, and yo, I like to blow G-N. From that point, I never blow her off. Come from out of town, I like to show her off. They like to act tough, she like to tone them off. And make them straighten up their hat, cause she know they soft. And when I grew up, she told me how to go downtown. And at nighttime, her face lit up, so astound. And I told her my heart is where she always be. She never mess with entertainers, cause they always leave. She said it feels like they walk and drove on me. Knew I was gang affiliated, got on TV and told on me. I guess that's why last winter she got so cold on me. She said, yeah, keep making that platinum and gold for me. But if you really care for then you wouldn't have never hit the airport to follow your dreams. Sometimes I still talk to her, but when I talk to her, it always seems like she talk about me. She said you left your kids, and they just like you. They want to rap and make soul beats just like you, but they just not you. And I just got through. Talk about what you're trying to do, just not new. Now everybody got the game figured out all I guess you never know what you got to this song. I guess it's why I'm here and I can't come back home. And guess when I heard that? When I was back home. In the interview, I'm representing you. Make me proud. Shoot for the stars. So if you fall, you land on the crowd. Jump in the crowd. Spark the light and wave them around. If you don't know by now, I'm talking about Shot Town. All right. You're on mute, guy. We're back. We're back. We're back. That's just a little intermission, everybody. That's just, you know, we be on here for hours, man. We be doing a pregame. You know, we be busy. So, you know, we just want to keep it fresh and, you know, keep you guys entertained and keep you guys, you know, loose and fresh while we on here because we got a lot to talk about, you know. Um, a lot of things is not going right this, this, this bear season, as a lot of us predicted. But it's just a couple of things that, we thought it would be a little bit better. Uh, we thought Mooney would be a little bit more be better. We thought Komet would be a little bit more uh, evolved. Justin seems to be he's trying to get evolved. We knew the O-line was going to be terrible. Uh, we've seen that the past four games. I don't know how many sacks he has uh, so far this season on his body as a whole. Um, so 
it's going the way a lot of people predicted. We're looking like a maybe five-win team. Uh, we lost a winnable game today, and that's going to segue us into our next topic, which is the uh, Minnesota Vikings. We actually play them next Sunday. So let me bring this up. Hold on one second. Bring up one of the one of the Purple People podcast things. Uh, you know, we're going to actually be on the show with this guy right here. Shout out to the Purple Pocket Podcast. We're not going to be on our own show. We're going to be on his. Um, or he might be on ours, depending on how it goes. So let's talk about it. Let's get into what we think, how the Bears are going to play, um, and how tough each team is or who has the advantage, coaching, running, blocking, catching, uh, quarterback play. Oh, my God, running back play. So let's just get to it, CJ, or whoever want to go first. What do y'all think about this game? Against the Vikings, it's a division game. And I think the Vikings won today against the New Orleans Saints 28 to 25 today. So I think they're number one in the division right now. So um go ahead, kick it off. How, go ahead, whoever. Man, let me <laughs> the Bears gonna have to definitely bring their A game. Um yeah, Angel, I see the L, but we, we, we'll get to you in a second, my brother. Hold, just hold on one second. They definitely gonna have to bring their A game because I'm gonna tell you something. This this Viking team has exactly what the Bears need. They have a number one legit wide receiver. They have a um, well, as far as a running back, one of the best in the NFL in Cook. And it seems like their offensive line has is they're intact. So they're, they're gonna be ready to they're gonna be ready coming up Sunday, man. And if the, the Bears coaching staff better put their heads together, they got a lot of them, they better put their heads together, they better come up with some type of a, a, a game plan, they better start using Justin to um for his strengths. And, and they better come with it because Minnesota will embarrass the Bears. They will put you on your ass if you're not ready to play um this Sunday. Um next Sunday, excuse me. Um anybody else um can go ahead. I agree uh with you, CJ. And uh I say they got uh as of right now, better running back, better receivers, um, tight ends, whatever wash. They got Irv Smith Jr. Um they got the more uh the more competent, uh, or shall I say, not competent, but the more established quarterback in Kirk Cousins, right? So right now, off passes of the game, they are better offensively than the Bears. Uh, defensively, they are a team that needs work defensively, uh, but they are still, their defense, I think, is better than our offense. So I see it as another loss for the Bears. Let's get to a comment real quick right here. We got the Monsters of Midway, Marshawn. We're better prepared for Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Madison, and Vikings defense. And we're going to have to play a full game Sunday. We have to play a full football game. Uh, the game plan for the receivers better be on point. Running back on point. Everything has to click. Uh, Kirk Cousins, we got to get to the quarterback. Robert Quinn, we need you to step up, bro. I don't know where he's been this whole season. But he is not the player that he was last year as far as when he was getting sacks and breaking the sack record that Mike Singletary set in Chicago. Go ahead, Angel. Um, also, uh, Monsters of Midway uh, left out even Thielen. They got Thielen over there, bro. Woo! That's going to be a nice task for uh, for Gordon, too, next week. He's going to have – he's going to be matched up with Thielen or Vildor matched up with Thielen. Um, hopefully, we got Jalen Johnson back. Um, so Jalen Johnson could at least try to shadow Justin. And we know he's not going to be like, oh my, like Justin's not going to get his stuff. He's going to get some stuff, but 
It's going to see what that other group can do with their number two receiver in Thielen. They uh, Rager. They got uh, Osborne. They got some nice guys that, you know, some nice good receivers over there in that uh, mini team. So uh, uh, let's see if this, this coaching staff can actually come up with a game plan for our offense to at least show up. All right. So, hey, Sugar, I see you back. So we're talking about the Vikings next week, next Sunday. Man, what do you what do you think? How's that game going to go? We got to match up with the rare receivers, the quarterback. So how does the game look for you Sunday? What do you, what do you think about the Vikings next week? I'm still going to say we're going to win to come back from this week, barely. And I think we'll take out Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. But it'll be a very close game. I think that... I think they got lucky in London. They, they, they really did get lucky. That was a crazy game. Um, I think the Bears will... I think Justin is going to perform. I think he's going to keep getting better at managing the game. I think he slowed down his brain a little bit today. He didn't have too many, you know, where he had mental lapses. Uh, just one, he could have had the touchdown to Mooney. But I didn't see too many mental lapses from him. And I think that's, for a franchise guy, I think that's going to continue. Uh, this is going to be another heightened environment. Uh, you're playing the number one team in, a, in the division. So everything for him to be on point has to be on point. So if he comes out of that game, either with a W or he didn't lose the game for us, he's going to get a feather in his hat that a guy that – kind of helped us win that game if we can win. Uh, if we get tripped to the red zone again, like we got today, we better mother effing score. We better score. Because the narrative is going to change from Justin not being able to throw the ball in the end zone. It's going to fall on Gessie. So, I need to see sixes instead of threes as far as points. Go ahead, CJ. What you think about next week? Let me tell you this. <laughs> if you thought there was some frustration this week, like I said before, Minnesota will embarrass your ass. Now, I like Minnesota. You know, I got family there. I've been there. It's a, it's a nice city. It really is. But this coaching staff needs to do something because I'm seeing a misconnect with the – it seems like – I don't know if it's with the the the, the, the offensive coordinator and Gatsy. I don't know if it's with the quarterback's coach, the, the wide receivers. They need to sit in a room – to find out what they can do to make this make these guys better on the scene as far as the plays that they can run to really get themselves some separation open because I'm not seeing no separation out there. You got uh, if players are not getting open, we got to find ways to get them open. Period. You got to find ways to get these guys open. St. Brown, big big receiver, guy got speed, find him ways to get open. Move these guys to field. Put them in different spots. Put them in slots. Put him in the put him in the uh, the left the left the left side as far as the um, wide receiver. Put him on the right side. Whatever you got to do, do something to to grow this offense. You got you no. Know, we have to talk about the coaching staff growing too, as a coaching staff. Players got to do their part. Don't get me wrong, but the coaching staff has got to show me something. If they have not shown me nothing in the last four games, they really haven't. It's um not 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 on the offensive side of the ball. I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna say this. I think. A lot's going to fall on the offensive line again. And I'm getting feedback. Um, yeah, we're getting some feedback. So, um, um, Sugar, can you mute your mic uh, real quick? I need to make sure where it's coming from. Okay, yeah, it, it was yours. Um, I'm going to say this, man. I think it's going to come down to this offensive line. They're going to have to protect. There's too much film out on these guys to where they're going to attack Justin Fields' offensive line. 
If this offensive line does not protect Sunday, we can forget about guys getting open. We can forget about play action. We can forget about guys getting the ball over the middle. It don't even matter. If that offensive line is not protecting Justin Fields and he has time to throw, it's going to be a short game and a long game for us, but a short game for the Vikings. Go ahead, Angel. Um, That goes to my theme of are they trying to win or are they trying to rebuild? Like, meaning rebuild, like, are they trying to get a high draft pick? Because a good coaching staff, right, can win with what they have. I as much as we uh, 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 we talked bad about Tebow in the past, right? Tebow, oh my God, I got to play quarterback. John Fox ran a system that was a run first system, changed the way his whole offense wanted to be to a run first uh, uh, a system, so they could finish seven and three, and they could make the playoffs. And he won a playoff game with Tim Tebow as his quarterback. If you're able to change to uh, to end up making your team to do what's best for your team, that's what makes good coaching. Right? Do we all agree with that? If they're able to see what our players are, let's make our change our, our offense do the specific plays for what benefits these players. If they're about winning, they need to do that. If they're not, if they're about just making you know the highest draft pick they could get, then continue doing whatever it is that they're doing because it's working. They they look like lost cause out there on offense. If that's what they want, they want to get a high draft pick. They're succeeding at it. They will get their high draft pick. But if they're trying to actually win games, they need to start changing what they're doing to what's beneficial for the team. What came into this game was our running game was was very good. We went into this game and we started passing more. We we went away a little bit. I felt like we I see too much Ebner. I I I, I felt we I see a little bit too much of him. I don't know what happened with Khalil Herbert that they didn't want to play him as much. I, I just felt like I seen a lot of plays where Ebner was in there um, uh, in in key moments like um. The last drive also where they're just throwing that ball around. Ebner was the one that was the running back that was out there, not your starting running back. You know, like it, it was a lot of key things. Ebner had a fumble. It's a lot. It was like, why are we seeing, you know, like our third string running back? Like, are we playing for the low, for the high draft pick? Or are we playing to win the game? Put like, like guys, uh, uh, like um, CJ said earlier, put your best players in there. Khalil Herbert is hands down better than Ebner. Khalil Herbert needs to be out touching this man like 90% of the time. Saquon Barkley out touched his, his counterpart 90% of the time. We don't need to have Ebner in there six, seven series in the game. He doesn't need to be. He's the third string running back. You have to play with the best players if you're trying to win the game. All right, let's um let's get to a comment by Necessary Evil. She said, I hate to say it, but it's several teams that need to get new coach and defensive coordinators to salvage this mess. She said talent acquisition is the key, though. That's the thing. If we're steady seeing guys that are not talented enough to make an NFL roster, we're getting guys that work at Menards. We're getting guys that work at White Castles in the morning. We're getting guys that work at Target, come play with, put a uniform on. So it's the talent level, man. It's the talent level around the whole team. So we're going to see what this actually this front office does next season with a bunch of money and a top draft pick because – and I don't even necessarily think that it's a talent as far as these guys being young. You're going to have to start with rookies no matter what. Am I right or wrong? It doesn't matter if we have draft capital and all this other stuff because if the organization is missing on talent, whether that's from free agency or draft picks, what the hell difference does it make? It doesn't make a damn difference at all. And, Go ahead, and, yeah, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm going to say another thing too. The thing that we're going to have to find out, and I think we're going to find out very, very soon, 
is if this coaching staff, well, I'm going to go back to the coaching staff. If this coaching staff is for the players or they for veteran players, that's two different things. Because veteran players know what they're supposed to do week by week. Rookie players, players that are in their first, second season, you have to kind of get them, get them to Great where they point. Now, Great look, point. now, 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 hold, hold on, guy. Now, I know somebody's going to say, well, they're grown ass men. They're supposed to know what they're supposed to do. But that's not what I mean. Game preparation is everything because you can see a completely different team in practice to when it's game day, they completely fall apart. Now, I don't think that's, I think that has a lot to do with the players, but I also think the coaches got to prep these players into game preparation. So my, my thing is with this coaching staff moving forward, are they going to grow with the players? Are they going to grow with these rookie players? Because right now I'm not seeing any confidence and and you know and, and this coaching staff when it comes to the players, I I, I thought we should have saw other defensive guys out there. So I see you over there. Shake your head, Anthony. Do you agree with uh, CJ? And can you speak on that, please? Actually, I'm what um since I had my mic off, I was not paying. I'm watching the Green Bay game, so it better be losing. Well, they just got a call overturned in the end zone that it was an incomplete pass. So it's a tied game still. Okay. The ball, the, the ball was clearly up. Do you think that the, that the talent, they're, they're going to groom talent here in Chicago? You know, what, what, do, what do you think? How do you feel about them drafting guys next year and seeing how they're not game planning for guys that they drafted this year and didn't put anything offensively around? What do you think about them going forward with their draft picks? Do you have faith in them? I think we need more draft picks. And with our draft capital that we have, and we're not – if we were still in the Nagy and Bulls area, we would have, we would have, what do you call it? Bet the farm on everything and lost everything. And we wouldn't have a draft pick until like 2040. Correct. Correct. <laughs> for people, for people that weren't worth it. So I'm happy that we'll now have a huge draft capital, huge, you will, we'll be able to, you know, build an actual team, which is needed. Yeah. We have some people on the team, but, not clearly enough. Not clearly. All right, Andrew, go ahead, man. Okay, so I um uh, understand what you're saying, CJ, and I don't know. I think I think they have confidence in their draft picks. I don't think that they have the confidence or the wherewithal to want to groom other people's draft picks. If you know what I mean by that, um, like why they had Ebner in the game so much this game when he didn't need to be in there. He's a third string running back. And it's like because that's their draft pick. And um, why did why do they have uh, St. Brown or Pringle having more plays called for them and not Mooney? Well, it's just because that's the players they brought in. Um, why is uh, Weska uh, uh, the the third string tight end getting a a deep pass towards him uh, this game? Well, that's because that, that's the tight end they brought in. Um, that's Cole Komet is not their tight end. Um, that's the tight end that they were given. Darnell Moody is not the receiver. That's the receiver they were given. Uh, Montgomery, Herbert, that's, those are not their running backs. Those are the, that's the players they were given. Um, Jenkins, that's not their, their, their offensive lineman. He didn't, no, kick you to the side. We, we're going to bring in our guy. We bring in Patrick. Um, that's, that's who is going to get most of the playing time. Um, I, the, the left tackle, uh, Borum, I'm sorry, right tackle Borum. Um, is not their guy. So we've been hearing a lot of, you know, stuff about him. 
Uh, Mustafer, he's not their guy. We've been hearing a lot of stuff about him. We rarely hear any stuff about the le the rookie left tackle. We rarely hear anything really too much about him compared to the other players, right? Why? Because they're set that that's their guy. They're going to groom him. He's the person they drafted. Poles uh, uh, is a uh, is a lineman, offensive lineman. He believes in his system and on what he sees when he views these players. So I feel that what they brought in themselves, they're going to try to groom those players. The other ones, they're trying to weed to see if they even fit what they want. Is he what we want? Maybe. We'll see if, if he is. Is this guy what we like? Eh, maybe. We'll see what he is. But they don't have any, any ties to them. They didn't draft them. They didn't talk to their agent when it was draft night. They didn't say, guess what? We're, we can't wait for you to become a Chicago Bear. These were players they were inherited. Now, what he did on the free agency, he went in on uh, backup players, right? That's basically what he did. He went in free agency, he went in on backup players. He brought them in, but they were mostly guys that, guess what? Their coaching staff knew. Pringle is known by Poles. Pringle is known from um, a KC with Poles. St. Brown is known from Green Bay. Patrick is known from Green Bay, all Getsy. So it's like with those players, they even brought in on offense people that they knew, people that they were okay with. Hold on. Hold on, Angel. I, I saw Antoinette. She had a good – she wanted to get her point across. She had a hand up. So go ahead, Sugar. What you, what, what you want to say to that? So what do you think? They're going to just set fields outside and draft a QB? Only if the QB that is one of the top two QBs that's in college, if they get a top two pick, they will probably do that. But it's not It's not that that's stupid. It's because Spiels will be already going into his third year, and then you're going to have to start paying him extra money. And if they're not comfortable with saying, he's our guy, they're probably going to move on from him. It's I don't I, Like I said, I want him to succeed here, and it's not his fault that he hasn't been. Because he was given a lame duck coach last year, and he's been given first-time coaches this year. So now it's not his fault. <laughs> not his fault for what? Well, not his been, fault for what? You've been picking on him the entire time. But now it's, critique, but now, critiquing but now it's so, not filled. Okay, it's not critiquing, critiquing somebody is one thing. I'm saying that it's not his fault of to, to get rid of him. You, you asked me, are they going to get another quarterback? And I'm telling you why their mindset would be. That they don't get another quarterback. Hold on, hold on. Let's let me say this. I think that it's too soon to give up on Justin, but I totally agree with what Angel was saying. If I'm an organization or even a fan of a team, me personally, if I haven't had a, a guy on my team as a quarterback this long, it's only his second year, and we get the top two pick, I'm picking another quarterback just to give the franchise and the fan base more of, of time to get over a quarterback sooner than later. If hold Patrick, on, hold on, hold on. Patrick Mahomes is the is, is 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 the number one quarterback coming out. Like they have, I'm just that's what I said. We don't know what it's gonna be when the draft happens. We don't. We might not even have a top five pick. So why would they even think of a quarterback? You see, what I'm saying. Hypothetically speaking, I'm saying. Hypothetically speaking, if they are in a top two pick and you got a franchise type of quarterback uh, as that pick, you are probably going to move on from Justin Fields because he's already put wear and tear on his body. He's already been sacked so much. He's going to continue being sacked this season. He's going to be already now three years into his contract. And guess what? You're going to have to pay him money. You have to pay him money. He's going to be. Why did they move on from Mitch Trubisky? Because he was going to get twenty-five million dollars on his four on, after his fourth year. 
So they're they're gonna say, man, we just put a lot of money on all these other players. The receiver, remember, they're gonna have a hundred million. We're gonna put all this money on these other people. We could bring in the rookie quarterback that we want, and he can now play under a rookie deal, and we're able to build this team around him. It sucks. It sucks that Justin was put in that thing because we I didn't want Nike back last year. I nobody wanted Nike back last year. If you said so, otherwise, I'd be like, what? So, so what happened? So Justin Fields was put into a team that that he shouldn't have been on. Plain and simple. He shouldn't have been on. Bowles got a, a draft. His first draft was no first round draft pick because Pace traded it for Justin Fields. So now he did a rebuild with second round draft picks and, and passed. If there are a team that gets a top two pick, they will draft a quarterback if he is a top tier quarterback talent coming out. Meaning Lawrence, meaning Mahomes, meaning Herbert, top tier talent. If they're not there, they are not going to move away from Justin Fields because Justin Fields is a top talent. Okay, let me um let me yeah let me let, let me respond to that. Angel, you're definitely not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. I'm I'm gonna give you that. But what you're saying is very alarming. It's alarming for two reasons. Number one, like you just said, Justin Fields is put in a fucking bad spot right now. If you're if you're Bear fans, you have to be concerned if you're a fan of his. Because now what, what this is what this is looking like to me is that they got all this money coming in next year. Huh? Yeah, I think it's um it's one of y'all microphone, maybe sugars uh microphone. But what I'm saying is that next year they got all this money coming in. To me, they could do two things. Let's go to the let's go to the um the, the um quarterback first. If there's not a veteran quarterback that's out there, which I don't think it will be, they're probably gonna have to keep Justin. As far as a veteran quarterback that can come in. That, that you know that can command the offense, a, a, a veteran quarterback that they want, that they want. Okay. Two, you got to have a top five pick, pretty much, to either make some room to to get the quarterback that you're probably going to want if you got one coming out of this draft. Now we're not talking about the other players that they have on this team. Darnell Mooney is not coming back. He's not coming back. Cole Clement. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Say that again for the fan base out there. Say it again. Darnell Mooney. Is not coming back. They will move Cole Clement. They will move him. Now, whether it be for a, a, a fifth round pick, a sixth round pick, that's going to be up to their choosing. But those are the two guys that are definitely not going to come back. Now, the defense, I think, is more intact of those guys staying than the offense. So, what you can expect, Bear fans, what you can expect is a complete rebuild. Go ahead, they have a complete rebuild How about of the Bears offense. Next is season. Raquan coming back? Or is good, question. good question. That's a good question. Angel, I, hope go he comes, I hope he comes back for $17 million a year. I hope. If he's trying to get Aaron Donald money, he ain't coming back. They're not going to spend that on him. If he wants to get top-tier middle linebacker money, they will spend that on him. They will give him top-tier middle linebacker money. They're not going to give him edge rush, pass rush, top-tier money. They're just Which not. I don't think he they, deserves. I don't think he deserves that. They, 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 they told them they're not going to. So that's not going to change. So if, if they go down to the end of the season and he says, well, I'm not moving from my stance. I want edge rush type money. 
They're not gonna give it to him, so then he won't be back. So let's it's, okay, hold on, hold on, like them, but it's it sucks. Hold on, hold on. So if the defense is intact, the running game is intact. We have a top two pick. Roquan is gonna be here. He's not leaving. Because if you're gonna build around your quarterback, you're not gonna get rid of guys that are making your defense better, right or wrong. We would hope so, but we don't know what they're thinking because they we would think that they would have spent money on offensive line coming into the season. We would th we thought that they're going to spend money on receivers coming into the season. Yeah, what I uh, what I think is going to happen, and this is just my prediction. I agree with you, though, guy. I agree yeah, with this, you. This is my prediction with Roquan. I believe Roquan won't get no less than twenty million dollars. That that that's just my belief. Now I'm not saying he's getting twenty five. What I'm saying is he's not going to get any less than twenty million dollars. That that's just my my opinion. It's, it's is that like what the what the top tier middle linebacker is getting paid? If it is, well, then he's gonna get that. That's what well, I'm saying. If he's getting top tier, what the middle linebacker or might be above it, because every year when when you get new free agents, you usually pass what that what the previous yeah. free agents does. So if if that's what it is, just above it, then I agree with you because he is a top tier middle linebacker. Right, right, and I, I it's I just interest money. I don't see that coming. Yeah, I just think that seventeen million. I don't see him getting 17 million. I, I see him getting start around 20 and then okay, whatever. Um, but again, it's this offense is gonna have to get that it's gonna have to be players that's not gonna be here. Offensive line is gonna have to be redone. It's a lot of things that they're gonna have to do. It's a lot of things that as far as the offense is gonna have to be looked at this offseason. So, but all right, guy. Um, let's get on to the next um to the next thing we're gonna talk about before we wrap this up. All right, so before we wrap it up, I just want to get everybody's who's going to be the X factor for the game for us to win, who's going to make us lose the game, um, things like that. So we're going to start with you, Sugar. Who do you think is going to help us win a game and who do you think is going to help us lose the game? And Sugar also gives us coaching, coaching. coaching will help us win the game. Coaching will make us lose the game, just as they did today. Great point, and I totally agree. Angel? Agree. Coaching has to be the uh, the reason why. Uh, if they get better, we might have the chance to win. Um, and then next week, I will pick it as like I do. I do one of the Minnesota reasons. Um, I would say uh, we couldn't control uh, either Cook or Jefferson. That's the reason why we lose. We couldn't control one of those two. Uh, but the reason if we win is because the the offensive coach actually became an offensive coach. I'm gonna go last. Go ahead, CJ. I think it's gonna it's gonna really depend on the interior because um you know Devin Cook. Um, um, J, um, JJ, I think we'll be back next week, so that that kind of eliminates maybe the Jefferson thing. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But I think what's gonna what's gonna help the Bears is gonna on, on the defense side. The ball is gonna be the interior. Offensively, like I said, the coaching staff is gonna have to put their heads together. Every single coaching staff is gonna have to find out which player that we can put in a different spots on the field to make these guys get separation, so Justin can get can, can get on some time back there. Offensive line is gonna have to, you know, figure it out. Move some guys around. I don't care. I don't give a shit what you have to do. Do something to, to get this turned around instead of not doing nothing. You know what? And I agree with everybody said. All those things make perfect sense. And uh, I'm gonna say my part. Then we're gonna get to these last comments. The offensive line. I think Justin did enough to grow mentally today, to where if he grew today mentally and he managed the game, and he can hit those targets early, and that we're gonna win it. We probably get it this game. But the offensive line has to show up. We can't keep having the same discussion. They have to show up 
to so we can see what Justin can through do with on time and and more than three four plays where he's having at least 10 12 dropbacks and he's hitting seven out of 12. We have to see that from the protection from the offensive line. So I'm saying the offensive line is going to be the reason we win this game. It's going to be the offensive line, the reason why we lose this game. So that's it for us. We're going to get to these last comments. Uh, actually, got, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Actually, actually, let's get y'all predictions for this game coming up next week since we're not going to be here. Let's, let's get y'all predictions real quick. Go ahead, Sugar. I'll say 24-17 Bears. Love mm-hmm. it. Um, I got 24-20 uh, Minnesota. And I got Bears. Welcome. Twenty-one, twenty Bears. I got the Bears in a close one, and I believe it's going. I believe it's going to be um, seventeen, fourteen. Right. Let's get to these last few comments. Necessary uh, Evil said, "The truth is, even with great talent, it takes time for players to mesh." I totally agree. No matter what year, what rookie, what two-year player, chemistry matters. Reps matter. Talent matters. Uh, she also shouted you out, Angel. She said, good point, Angel. Hey, that's our dog right there. He do his thing. Uh, she said, coach, need a wish list. And then the scouts. And she said, at the end of the day, go Bears. That's right. Bear down, baby. Um, yep. Then we got the monsters of the midway. Marshawn, heavy running with Marshawn, her. Marshawn, my guy. Mm-hmm. If he's healthy against the Vikings, man. Hey, thank you guys for coming out. Great support. This post game was fire. I love everybody that showed up to have the time. This show is nothing without our fans, our fan base, our audience. This is nothing. This show is nothing without Angel. Uh, it's nothing without Sugar. Appreciate you coming on and blessing us with your presence today, CJ. Thanks for holding it down. Thanks for coming back and still doing the post game today, man. Uh, we yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, one more comment. And Marshawn said Bears 21-17. Vikings. Let's go. All right, Marshawn. I'm- I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if that's gonna be the score. One more. I gotta do one more thing before we go. I gotta shout out this person because I was pretty shocked when I saw this today. But I gotta do it. Um, this this um this person that I'm about to shout out right now. He is a I, I believe a sport um a radio um host for the Chicago Bulls. Chuck Winowski. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mursky. Yeah. Correct. Correct. I know exactly um, who that is. Show wow. to show some um, to show some love today, man. Um, Chuck, man. if you're watching, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Chuck. Yeah, we de- we definitely appreciate it. And hopefully, um, hopefully, man. All right, thanks, guy. I, I guess that's my key to wrap up. But um, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's let's, let's go ahead and get up out of here. Appreciate everybody to stop through, came through. Oh, that was an accident? Oh, okay. I thought you was cut by ass off. I was about to say, hold up. But, no, uh, bro. That, that, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's I'm cool, sorry. bro. Uh, again, thank everybody in the comment section to my mom, to Marshawn, to, um, um, let's say, Evil, to um, Bobby that stopped down in the comment section, um, to, to everyone that, that, that came on the podcast, um, that came on the podcast in the comment section. We really appreciate it. We tried to answer all y'all questions. And um, I thought we did a hell of a job. Um, Angel, Sugar and Vodka, appreciate you. And share and like. Share and like. Share and like like this podcast because we will not be back here. We will not be back here next week. We're actually going to be on the blue. What is it? The um, the purple and. The purple podcast. The purple purple podcast. podcast. 
next Sunday. Um, it's going to be on Facebook and on YouTube. So you guys make sure. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll get you guys all the details during the week. You guys make sure you follow the CNG um, podcast Facebook page. We're going to give you guys um, updates on the show coming up for this Sunday. Also, we got another show coming up on Wednesday with the Chicago uh, with the Shabbos podcast. Also, so you guys got to make sure you go and follow the CNG podcast page. We're going to give you all the updates on everything coming up this week for us. Um, but I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up. We appreciate everybody who came through. To um to the three of you, please have a good day because my day was pretty shitty um, before I came in here. But um, I hope you guys all came in through for me. I really do appreciate it. Other than that, um, that's all I got to say. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Paulo here from Elite Gaming Mercs. I just want to let you guys know that I will be teaming up with the CNG Podcast. They have been a great supporter of what we do here on the channel that I would really appreciate it if you guys can support them too. You could uh, support them on either Facebook or YouTube by going to the search engines and hitting CNG Podcast. Again, that is CNG Podcast. You could go ahead and hit follow or subscribe to their channel. Afterwards, you'll be able to see me there giving you my sports opinions. All right. Take care. This is Dr. Paulo signing off. Deuces. I see it. You see it. They see it. It ain't nothing else to talk about, baby. Let's go. CNG Podcast. Come on, bear down. Shout out to guys. CNG. Yes, sir. Hi, I'm Sugar and Vodka, and so happy to be on the CNG Podcast. Bear down, Chicago. Thank <laughs> you.